All right. Today's episode is sponsored by Apex Protein Snacks. As you can see here, what you think, Vaughn? Dude, they're good too. They got us hooked up. So uh, these are backcountry jerky and meat sticks, high protein, low sugar products to carry you further and keep you going longer. Hashtag food fit for adventure. You know, the cool thing about them is each per- each purchase, a portion of that goes to the kids and outdoors. You can find them at apexproteinsnacks.com. So another cool thing about this show sponsor today is uh, he's actually, we got two guys today. Uh, one of them is actually a guest. So we got the guys from Joe Millionaire here today, Mr. Kurt Sowers and Stephen McBee. Stephen McBee owns... Apex protein snacks. Yes, uh, he does. I've been getting them from him since uh, 2020. We connected during that time through a mutual friend. So him and Kurt were kind enough to jump on the podcast today. So me and Bon are excited, man. Uh, bon wasn't too uh, too aware of these guys prior to, but uh, he's done some research. And I did my research. I mean, we got a bromance. They got a romance. So yeah. It's easy. I want to be on Joe Thousandaire. Dude. I don't know if I can even stretch that right now. Uh, Joe Hundred Air. If we get more sponsors, we may be able to do Joe Thousand Air. Maybe we can just do Joe's got a bank account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe's got a Lone Star card. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's canned foods. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so yeah, so these guys, Apex Protein Snacks, these are show sponsored today. Uh, I'm excited to get these guys on. I mean, we watched the show, uh, me and Crystal watched the show every every week, uh, being connected to Steven, which was cool, and then follow along and talk to him on social media while he was on it. Uh, Kurt as well, we, I connected with him. So doing that, you know, it was pretty neat to watch the show. It, you're a little more invested when you yeah. you know somebody. Uh, you know, I don't know him well. I never met the guy, but we talk a lot. I mean, he seems like a normal, chill dude, so it seems like we've been friends for a long time. But uh, So, yeah, he sent this over. They are our proud show sponsor today, and uh, man, I'm excited to get this one started. What you think? I'm so excited. I can't wait. Should be a fun time, so uh, we'll kick it to the intro. Awesome. What up, guys? What's going on? How are you guys doing? Good, man. Awesome, man. Glad y'all could join us. Y'all are pretty. Yeah. Y'all are. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having us on. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's been a while since we've done one of these. I'm about to say, I, I know right after the, uh, man, I think I was like right after the show ended, I seen y'all did a couple radio shows and talk show kind of things. We got pretty good at it, too. We did, yeah. We were finishing each other's sentences, and uh, yeah, we had some pretty good ones going. Yeah, so for you, for those of you who don't know, we have from Joe Millionaire. Uh, this was last. This was early this year, right? It came out. Yeah, yeah. It was January. Okay, we got March. Uh, we've got Stephen McBee and Kurt Sowers here, uh, the two guys that were. Living out my dream, dating twenty women. <laughs> it actually, it's sorry, not that sorry, fun. Crystal. No, it's really not. It's actually, we said it's uh, every man's dream until you live through it, and then it's kind of a nightmare, actually. Yeah. Well, it was fun for us. We could watch the train wreck without having to live it. You know. <laughs> that is, uh, that's exactly what it was the entire time, basically. Yeah. So, funny story. I was telling Vaughn. I said I kind of connected with you through 
our mutual friend Micah mm-hmm. in 2020. And then uh, so we kind of started, you know, talking through their social media. And then uh, I remember I remember I text you like your birthday, I guess it was in September, right? September yep. sometime. Yeah. I text you and like you didn't answer until like a day or two later. You said, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm doing a TV show on a uh, Fox and uh, they don't let me have my phone much. And so, uh, yeah, then I said, well, just let me know whenever you can finally tell me. And then that's when I seen commercials come out later on for freaking. Uh, oh, no, <laughs> shit. That's funny. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. So y'all connected prior. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I, ca- I knew him prior. We were, we were talking some back and forth. Uh, that's when he started the Apex Protein and see who sent me those Apex Protein uh, snacks. Okay. And so uh, that's kind of how we started talking. And then that happened after, which was funny because, you know, the, we watched these shows, me and my wife, like Bachelor, Bachelorette, and then the Joe Millionaire with, uh, you know, quasi knowing who Steven was. It just made us that more invested, you know. And then I connected with you on uh, yeah. IG as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite the experience going into it. I didn't know Kurt from Adam, obviously. We showed up. We had to go through a seven-day quarantine and then – we finally met each other. It would have been day eight, the evening of day eight. And yeah, by that point, we were so ready to see people and just get this thing going. Uh, we ended up talking and drinking for like four hours that night before the women even showed up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet. I remember watching that first one. It was, it was crazy. I don't know if you watching the episodes yet. I actually, I did. So when Dale told me that we were going to get on with y'all, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm so not a TV person. So I did uh-huh. a crash course today. Yeah, I basically had to take off work to watch uh, to watch Joe Millionaire. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay. funny. Hey, Kurt, Kurt, he knows you every, everything about you now, dude. I, uh, I do, yeah. dude. I yeah. do, man. I, I saw you were in construction. I'm like, dude, I already like this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same thing. So. Oh, are you? Nice. I am. I, I think that's why we, we did all right. We, we resonated with a lot of men out there, a lot of men that are getting drug in to watch these shows with their wives, you know, on a Monday night. So um, kind of played in our favor. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny when we're out, especially when we're together, it's always the husband that comes up and introduces himself to us. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's always yeah, the I, dudes. I didn't watch it with my wife today, so it was kind of weird, but I liked it. <laughs> they, always ask to, they always ask to touch Kurt's hair. Can I touch it? <laughs> I know. He's got great flow, man. He got the flow, man. You cut some of it, you cut it off, dude. It was long. Man, I cut a lot of it off, actually. Yeah. Oh shit, I got a McBee hat on too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at see. I need I need the McBee farm hat, dude. Yeah, McBee farm car wash or McBee uh, massage parlor. Whatever y'all got, y'all got all kinds of stuff. On there. I got you. I'll send you out the car wash and the farm hats. We've, we've, <laughs> we've got the branding down on the the swag side. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Right. Uh, at least we know what y'all's last name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't know before, my last name is McBee. It's only in every company I have, basically. Yeah. <laughs> You're like that guy from that movie, uh, The Proposal, where like he does everything in the the, the city. You know. Yep. You're like he, everything. <laughs> he does it all. It's so funny too. These um, their family's hilarious. The first time I ever went out there to the farm, they got they got five matching trucks, all McBee farming cattle trucks, and then they got the logo. The logo is literally on everything they own. <laughs> it's great though. They got them the helicopter, the trucks. It's a real life Yellowstone. Farm. It is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah just a in, little bit in Missouri. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, showing the real uh, real showcase of the the farm and ranch side. It's a little bit, you know, we say, we talk about, especially with my dad, though, we wish that we didn't have the logo on his truck or anything that he has because, uh, you know, he's got a little more road rage than any of us and driving down the road. He's running people <laughs> off of it when they're pissing him off and he's got our logo slapped on the side of his truck. We said we need to take it off his truck. 
Yeah, he's he's no longer he can't have the last name on there. No, no, no. He needs to go indiscreetly. Dude, I, I, I'm not going to ask much about the show because I've seen y'all. I know I've asked or answered a bunch, but the funniest yeah. thing I remember watching was whenever they had the. Uh, I remember texting you about it was uh, when I did the hometowns. One, you show up on a freaking million dollar combine. They're like, you know, they don't. Even, <laughs> this guy's broke, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you're at the dinner table, and they're, you know, they all got their Range Rover, whatever they got, driving in front. And they all got Rolexes on, you know, and that's just funny, man. Yeah, that, you, uh, you know, if there was, it, thankfully, these women were all from the city, uh, and so they had no idea about anything farm related. <laughs> you know, they didn't. Honestly, they didn't know anything about combines. They didn't know anything about ag ground or anything and then we told them the house that we were in was a community center for our little town so um and they went right along with it they had no idea <laughs> I, I say the same thing to all my friends <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah my roommate my, and their two kids <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure <laughs> that's awesome kurt how's your life been man since everything man it's, it's been going honestly it was uh it was a lot of stress during the show as it was airing you know it's funny when you got all that attention on you and and everybody you know trying to dm you this that and the other you're trying to keep up with that and man i'm a i'm a small business owner i'm an owner operator for my construction company i'm finally getting to the point where i'm growing but hell i was trying to grow my business just keep my head above water as the thing is airing and and then i'm trying to keep this persona and so, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it ended and that I got a little break to breathe here over the summer. Um, but I got to say, me and Steven are both kind of itching to, to, to do something again. Yeah, for sure. Joe Manier, too. That's right. Pro yeah, yeah, actually, you know, we talked about it. We're like, well, we are <laughs> single again. We might as well go back and give it another shot. Or not. Let's go, boys. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, we think we what? think we got some we got we think we got some legs with something, man. We wanna we wanna pitch a pitch a bro millionaire, kinda keep it going and, and, and oh, more I so focus it. on um focus on kind of the industries we're in and then you know a bit of our social life. Mm-hmm. Well you are the best dressed construction guy I've ever seen, I'll tell you that. Thank you. It is unbelievable actually. During the entire show we had a stylist, full time stylist, and um Trash. Yeah, I'm gonna say they kind <laughs> of like, like halfway through the show, they kind of pushed him aside, and they're like, "Kurt, will you pick out Steven's outfits?" Yeah, well, I, I I had a question written now. I was like, "How how well's your uh, wardrobe changed since becoming friends with Kurt?" Because I know uh, he's always got a nice fit. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we uh, shoot. I didn't own a pair of skinny jeans. Um, now I've got these <laughs> zip up boots that can like. The, oh. the, so you, when you wear skinny jeans, they don't go all the way out and make that giant poof at the bottom of your your jeans. Uh, yeah, so it, it's changed a lot, actually. You're growing up for us. Yeah, it's changed subtly. You know, fashion is a very personal brand. Yeah, you know? yeah. You can't wear, you can't wear uh, boots with uh, cargo shorts, Stephen. Uh, yeah, I know that. Uh, yeah, it's, it, that was a. I used to wear actually shorts with like big rubber boots whenever I was around the farm, and it was like I was in mud, but it was too hot. Well, to you're working, jeans. man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a farm outfit. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, yeah. So, how did y'all manage to? I mean, I know you're CEO of your respectively each your businesses. So, how was that? How long were y'all going for? Six, seven weeks, wasn't it, Kurt? Okay. I think, I think with the quarantine, it was almost eight weeks. Yeah, it may so. have been. It was a long time. Like there was in, in one of the conditions, Kurt and I both talked about uh, with Fox. Generally, like in any of these shows, The Bachelor, or any of these dating shows, your phone is gone the entire time. Um, whether you're the lead of the show or you're just one of the cast members and going into this, we talked to Fox and we're like, 
there is absolutely no way you're going to take our phone away for eight weeks. We are literally the owners of our respective companies. And um, yeah. we're going to go back to uh, being homeless after this if, if we don't have our phones. <laughs> so, yeah, they gave us our phones. They promised me whenever I was talking about this to them on the front end, three to four hours a day. In all reality, what do we get them, Kurt? Like 6.30 in the morning to like 8 maybe? Yeah, I mean, we were <clears throat> maybe got two hours, if that. I mean, it was normally about an hour. And then, you know, they always be like, yeah, you can check it at lunch. Hell, we we, we would never be anywhere close to our um, our little guest house, uh, you know, anytime during the day. They had us just drug all over the place. It's brutal being the leads of those um, It's a lot of work of those being shows. the leads. Yeah. It was oh, like, I can imagine. It was like 15, 16-hour days legitimately. Uh, mm-hmm. So we woke up every single morning. Um, we had our phones from 6.30 to 8 in the morning. From 8 to 9.30, we were trying on outfits. For every 30 outfits we'd try, we'd have to take a photo, send it back to Fox in L.A. They would either approve or deny the outfit, and out of 30, yep. they would approve three. And so then we'd go straight. They never approved anything for Steven, too. This man, <laughs> this, this man was uh-uh. so frustrated. And mine was always like first one. They're like, yeah, that's great. Steven, like, let's try this. Let's try that. He'd be so frustrated, and uh, it was so funny. We had we had so much, um, so many cues. We could just look at each other and know what was going on. You know, by the end of it, it, it was it was hard for both of us not to blow our top. I mean, we're, we're both men that are used to being in, in control. Nothing of our lives yeah. start to finish. So <laughs> we it was a struggle. You know, having no control over anything. Yeah, it, it was tough. I mean, that like my worst hatred in life ever since I can remember is shopping and trying on clothes. And I was stuck in that two hours a day every single morning. It was it was like the the hardest mental test I have had yet. And I know that sounds uh, <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but I swear it actually yeah. was hey, like you first first world problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, but yeah, trying on clothes for two hours a day not my not my cup of tea. You know, the good news out of it all is, um, you know, I I guess, how does it feel for y'all two to be the most successful couple of any dating reality show? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I think that that's something we need to carry on. Hey, I would do it, too. Dale yeah, I mean, and I have a bromance. Maybe we can make this like a, a four-mance. There we go. <laughs> Let's go. We're making t-shirts. Ne- never had a four-mance before. Yeah, yeah that'd be a first time there. But uh, they, uh, you know, honestly, throughout the entire show, from day one, we hit it off. And uh, even the girls on the show noticed it. Like, Kurt and I would just be hanging out with each other. And, and obviously, on the show, any dating show, you have connections with women that um, – you know, the romantic connection is not really there. And I would say out of the 20 women that were first there, Kurt and I had actual, like, oh, they're pretty cool with five or six of them. And then the rest of them were just friends. I mean, they're all great women, but just not a romantic connection. So you have to to fake quite a bit. Yeah, you're doing a little bit for the TV. But uh, the the bromance that Kurt and I had was was organic from moment one of night one and lasted. Yeah, Yeah, you could... You could tell that. I think that's why guys that liked it because uh, one, you're just some normal dudes, and yeah. uh, it, it resonates. Like I said, you know, you know my background. Steve, I was on a reality show too, and that's kind of how I'm just acting a fool on there, and people see that I'm being myself, and that was what the you know that's what they like to see. They like yes. to see yeah. authentic, genuine people, and I'm just I'm just talking shit to little kids like I do adults. And <laughs> it goes over well, you know? Yeah. I was, I would say Steven was a way better. Um, I've got no poker face, so I had a hard time 
you know, connecting with some of these women because I was just, if I was out, I was kind of out. And Dude, you know, you're making out with all of them too. Who <laughs> Steven? Yeah, Steven was. I only made out with like like five actually the whole time. Dude, I texted him at one night. I was like, dude, really? I said, I'm, you got to hide your kids, hide your wife. He's kissing everybody. <laughs> He's kissing everybody. There was, there was one time where Sally Ann, the the producer, came in and she's like, "Yeah, we're not yeah, going to show." No, no, I was like, Wait, "What?" <laughs> no, she's like, "Hey." We, you need to like slow it down a little bit. Like everyone on TV is going to think you're a man whore here, and we're trying to make you out to be a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was that was the best part is I was getting shit. All these women were giving me shit. You know, I was like the playboy. I was the one always causing issues. Stephen was this sweet little farm boy. I'm like, he's the one making out with all y'all, causing all the trouble. Yeah. Y'all are all still coming at me. Yeah. He was trying to do triple kiss like old real world stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah. There was. Yeah. There. There's. <laughs> There was a night, this scene uh, didn't make the cut, unfortunately, but um, all the women got back on their bus to head back to the house, and I guess one of them, I think it was, uh, hell, I think it was Amanda, was like, raise your hand if you kiss Steven tonight, and literally every single hand on the bus went up. Dude, the bus driver rose his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Frank was good looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he got in the the crosshairs. Yeah, Yeah, no one was safe. everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey, I did, I did see, well, I listened to that, uh, I guess one of the first podcasts y'all done with like that Steve, reality Steve or whatever. And, uh, y'all talked about, I know your birthday was on there and you Uh, said they cut out some stuff that was probably too risque for TV. So y'all got, y'all got wild that night? Uh, yeah, we had some fun. So I did, especially (laughs) Kurt set it up for me. He teed it up for me. Um, so we were sitting around, what was it playing truth or dare? Is that what we were doing? Dare, dare, or dare? Dare or dare? Yeah, <laughs> dare, dare, yeah, <laughs> dare, dare. Ain't yeah. no truth about it. Just do it. Yeah, Just and it got it. Uh, it got pretty fun. I had a nice little lap dance. I actually said I got two cakes that night, and both of them were pretty solid. Um, had a had a, <laughs> had, a nice. had a gal bake me a cake, um, and then uh, she went ahead and gave me a little lap dance along with it. So it was, uh-huh. it was a pretty fun night for me. We got they were they were pretty good. I'm glad I'm glad to edit some stuff. We had some naughty moments on the show that that I'm I'm, I'm pleased didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, complete embarrassment if it would have shown. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Hey, the Go funny ahead. thing was once the season as it progressed was seeing you guys uh, come up on memes because I would like send them to y'all. Uh, they had some funny ones, man, especially. Kurt usually with his shirt off, sitting around a bunch of chicks in a hot tub or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kurt had the best ones. He, his, the memes with Kurt were hilarious. Hey, was, what I was, saw last week was funny. The video you, uh, we need to teach you how to skip a rock, apparently, because you, 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 you got some flag for that. Shit is so funny. <laughs> that was the first episode. I didn't think about it at the time, but man, whenever that first episode aired, I caught so much flack for that. They're like, "Wow, this idiot! He's not even a farm boy. He doesn't even know how to skip a rock." I'm like, literally, the director told me to grab the biggest rock I could find, and instead of skipping it, he wanted me to make the biggest splash. Oh, man. I think that was the funny part is for, you know, for two semi-intellectual guys, we're, we're, we're really, we're actually really dumb at the same time, and, and just kind of, just kind of goofy, and like, I remember when that, that aired, I was actually up in New York with my buddy, watching that first episode, and I was cackling, like, we were just rolling, laughing, I sent him a clip of it. It was just, I don't know why that just that just got me. <laughs> I see, I seen you trying to defend it on Instagram. That's even better. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was my first insult that I'd taken from the show, and I was like lashing. I was like, "No, they told me to do that." <laughs> <laughs> that was part of the show, man. <laughs> yeah. 
I can skip rocks. Watch this video. <laughs> How's the uh, podcast going for you guys? How's this been? Been running? dude. It's been fun. It's uh, a yeah. this is y'all are episode twelve. Uh, man, I, I wanted to do something, and then I mean, like I said, we the Dale not Dale thing kind of came about because we met a couple years ago because they said that we looked alike and we we met and we we're like yep. oh shit we do and then we act alike and so I was like. And then it kind of came up like, let's do a podcast. And then the name came about. We had a story. And then, dude, we like we went all in. I mean, we're quitting our jobs tomorrow. It's full podcast. We're going to get full Rogan. <laughs> no, Joe no. uh, Rogan. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have two hundred ninety five days left. Okay, we gotta we, we, we gotta work for two hundred ninety five more days. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then moving into the van and traveling cross country doing podcasts. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're getting divorced, <laughs> selling our kids. <laughs> Yeah, we'll stop in Missouri forever. We'll come to uh, Charlotte. Yeah, hang out yeah with you come guys. on up here. <laughs> yeah, I love Charlotte. No, so that's kind of how this all started. And then uh, I was like, man, I know I know enough people that I've connected with and then, uh, you know, that I've talked to. Like, you know, luckily got you guys on. It's just, you know, we're, we're getting to meet and talk to cool people that other people want to see. Yep. Uh, just kind of helps get this started. I mean, really, to where we kind of kickstart that. And yep. then, uh, you know, then you got a blue check. So I just send anybody messages. Hope they hope they bite. You know, <laughs> the power of the blue check. Let me tell you, I can actually, after having it, uh, it is not quite as powerful as I thought. I still get, no? I still get ghosted by several women that I shoot my shot with. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna send out a PSA. Anybody's left Stephen on red? Hit me up. We're gonna yeah, start something. Yeah, now. that's right. <laughs> And then it's a, and then it's embarrassing. Then just a blue check sitting there on red. Oh mm-hmm. man! Yeah, go back and unsend that message. Thank you, That's what I do every time before it ends up. I've sent a, I sent a message. I sent a message to Chipper Jones like four years ago. He still ain't responded. <laughs> but he's going to. That's yeah, right. He's going That's to. right. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a funny story awesome. actually. So y'all know, obviously, big country music fan. I like Morgan Wallen. One of the oh, best. Yeah. He's the best, right? So um, I sent him message several messages uh over the years and then when i had the blue check i was like oh yeah like i got this in the bag he's gonna come here and hunt with me and um no response right so cal and i back in may we broke up the very next day she sends me a screenshotted video of him sliding up in her dms i was like no way i was like are you kidding me like I wasn't even uh, mad. I wasn't even mad that he'd sent a message to her. I was mad that he didn't he respond responded. to me. Yeah, he responded to her, Over not you. me. Yeah, I was no like, I'm way. sitting here with like 180 inch deer, and I can't get a response. I mean, you're a good looking dude, but I think Cal's got you beat, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the latest with that, man? I, I, like I said, I, we I, I've talked to her, uh, you know, here and there between y'all with the show and stuff like that. But what's what's the latest with y'all? I mean, I seen y'all hanging out recently, and yeah, was that Nashville where y'all were at, we're, or somewhere? We're in, we're in Missouri together. Not the, we're in Missouri, Missouri and yeah. Dallas together. Yeah, in Dallas together. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we broke up back in May. Um, you know, still very very close friends. Um, had reconciled some things. We're I don't know right now. Where things yeah. are, but yeah, she's awesome. Like really, really cool person. Um, That's cool. You know, it, it ended up working out really well from the show. Like, I'm gonna be honest. During the show, we didn't know these women from Adam even at the tail end of it. Like even at the finale. Yeah. You know what you see mm-hmm. on camera. They as soon as you, the camera turns off, they shuttle you away, and there's no <laughs> communication whatsoever. So it's wow. not like 
there's any romantic connection. I mean, Kurt and I felt like little eighth graders again. We'd come home and be like, dude, we kissed like three women. Like we kissed them, (laughs) you know, like it was, that was the extent of our romance. And so there wasn't a whole lot of true connection on the show. And so to, to find that Cal and I actually hit it off after the show, you know, it was pretty impressive. Like I was shocked. She's actually a really, really cool person. Yeah, y'all got screwed on that show not having a fantasy suite. Oh, that was like, and they, I, I'll say, I mean, the first day they came in there and they threw condoms in Kurt and I's drawers beside our bed. And that, you want to talk about getting a couple dudes excited? Like, we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then what we didn't know, there was a security guard in our house 24 7. The women were not allowed to come to our house ever. Like, not wow. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I think they just had, had to do that for legal purposes. Yeah, they actually had to do the condoms for legal purposes, but it was a blue ball <laughs> of the worst degree. Oh. <laughs> How do you feel about your parents watching that, man? Uh, you know, there were some times that were a little awkward. Thankfully, like Kurt said, they cut out a lot of the, the risque yeah. pieces. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So it wasn't as bad. You know, watching it uh, next to my mom whenever I was making out with a bunch of women got a little weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Honestly, I, I I've done worse things in my life, so yeah. my parents at this point are. I know. mean, hey, at the end of the day, you're on a reality show. This ain't like this ain't a church service, man. This yeah. is this is made yeah. for this kind of stuff. So, yeah. uh, you know, you're gonna right. get that kind of that kind of product. That's what they want, you know. Yeah. Right, right. That's exactly. Yeah, right. and that's what it was. I mean, we just took it. We really took it for for what it was. I think. Um, Neither of us was building our identity around Joe Millionaire, mm-hmm. and maybe and I think it might happen with people in, in other shows and get caught up in it. So I think our families both kind of just saw it uh, for how we saw it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, if you guys use it just as a stepping stone Correct. for you guys already successful, it helps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, that, uh, and that was what we thought going into that. Like literally day one, whenever we got back from filming, we were right back at work, you know, having our, at our own companies. We didn't, uh, you know, like Kurt said, I think a lot of people, whenever they get cast on a reality TV show, they're like, this is it. Like, you know, this is what my life is now. This is what my life yep. revolves around. That's not the case. I mean, there's not a whole lot of money to be made when you're on reality TV, unless you hit it off like, you know, duck dynasty or something wild like that. Um, for the most part, kind of these lower level reality shows that don't get that type of viewership or hit it that hard. You go back to your day job the day you get back and that's about it. Yeah. Well, yeah I, we, I've been on the show for seven years and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a sales director in the industrial field and I'll go see cut and they know who I am or they see, they recognize me and they're like, you still working. I'm like, dude, this, it don't pay that well. Trust me. Yeah. If I didn't yeah. have to work, I wouldn't be. I'd be playing golf every day. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's and it's not that. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's not like we we necessarily did the show quite as a stepping stone. I mean, I I do. I did think you know I'd find love. I just I didn't think I'd find it on the the show. I thought, look, if I'm gonna yeah. find it, this will probably open me up to then you so know he, finding the right, the right girl down the road. So you used it as a stepping stone for for your love life. For my love life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey there. <laughs> Dude. I mean, no shame in it. Nope. Tinder's got to be Tinder's got to be blowing up right now for old Curry boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I didn't. I didn't even have an online dating profile before. I'm old school. No, it was bad. We didn't even have Twitter, so we had to like Fox had to train us up on how to tweet. <laughs> oh no, dude, you were pretty active on there too. I, I was proud of you. So well, we, we we had some help. Like we had. Yeah. So it was like two of us running the account on nights that we would air. I was running it, yep. and then I had a Fox person that was running it. So we were okay. just like hammering out tweets. We, yeah. yeah, yeah. We did that a lot. We we did a lot of live tweeting. Every every episode, we live tweeted because uh, 
man, like I said, we had a the show had a big following. So I was people gonna say you guys over. had like a serious following on your show, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big following, and so uh, you know, for me, I I like talking to people. I've always responded to DMs and people, and so they say something funny or if I, they. I don't have many people come at me, but when they did, like I would like their comment or pin it or retweet it because uh, it's just mm. funny. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the funny thing, my brother-in-law, when they say something mean about him, I'd retweet it. He'd get pissed off at me. Cause, <laughs> cause, <laughs> I will say, man, pe- people are hilarious. Sometimes the comments, people are so damn clever. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I, I appreciate them. Oh, I, want, yeah. I want all the bad stuff, too. Yeah. It's fun. Kurt and, yeah. I, Kurt and I were always laughing. Like We'd send the worst ones about each other to, you know, to each other. And, uh, you know, we'd laugh about it. Like, you know, it's funny, but it does sting a little bit. (laughs) It's funny. It stings a little bit, but it's funny. Yeah. Really know how to cut deep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They have, they have no cooth. They just say whatever, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This whole, this whole social media stuff, you know, when Dale and I put together this podcast, I had literally, I literally have no social media. I, 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 I had nothing. So now when we're, you know, I, d- I don't really watch TV. I didn't have social media. So for the past, uh, we're going on 12 weeks now. I have to catch up with what I missed for the last 18 years. It's mm-hmm. been it's been amazing. And those YouTube co- YouTube comments, if I'm ever having a good day, I'm going to go read YouTube comments and I'll just feel worse about myself. <laughs> oh, <for> hey, look, <laughs> a little backstory on him. He was actually a, a male model in his uh, teens. I knew Ab- that was coming. Abercrombie, mm-hmm. Wieners, yeah. <laughs> Mervins. <laughs> Still, still under contract. I'm thinking I'm coming. I'm coming back. Yeah, oh, coming yeah. Back. yeah, they're coming <laughs> back. Dude, I, the, think, the I think so. Man. Release of their new line. Abercrombie yeah. is actually eating up some of the market share these days. They really dude. Abercrombie's coming back. back. Well, I, I I don't get. I saw somebody with an Abercrombie shirt the other day, and I and I laughed inside. Yeah, just do people I mean, they, do people still wear actually, that? I I popped in probably about three weeks ago. I mean, there's some decent stuff in there, and the qualities the qualities there. I mean, I remember back in the day. Um, and I was always, you know, I was, I was broke, you know, growing up. So I remember people had like Abercrombie's like, damn, those are nice stuff. I know. But yeah, they, <laughs> they made a, they made a comeback. Now, I, you know, I actually got a cardigan and something else from it. Cause they don't have the big uh, logos anymore. So I actually got nice stuff. Oh like, yeah. Like the oversized t-shirts. They got some yeah. stuff that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell anybody it's Abercrombie. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> the, 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 no logo is a game changer. I hate when people put their logo on like all over t-shirts and stuff. Or all over fucking hats. And yeah, it's horrible. Truck, yeah. It's horrible. Trucks and, I, I trucks and hel- helicopters. I'm just and- going, yeah, I'm just, yeah. If the name's on it, man, it's a tax write-off. You got to. <laughs> That's right. That is exactly right. Actually, no, I know. I think I'm going to put mine on my truck. There you go. Now, I'll, I'll put either one of y'all's companies on the side of my truck. No, no, no right. y'all just let y'all yeah, let me yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, send some send some decals, boys. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be pimped out. I'm gonna give me a yeah, McBee yeah. wrap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whole truck. I'm gonna get a t- I actually, I think, I think these could these could really sell these McBee farm and cattle hats. I like that hat. Yeah, so. yeah kind of jealous. I'll send you one, dude. Mm-hmm. I need to get you. I'll get y'all shirt size too. We just came out with our uh, our podcast shirts. We'll send y'all each a t shirt. Right. Fucking perfect. rep. Perfect. It'll look good with your skinny jeans. <laughs> they do. They yeah, do. Yeah. Hey, one thing. One thing I wrote down. I, I know I picked on it earlier. Like, uh, I was like, Stephen, how's it feel to be depicted as shorter than Kurt on the show for a while? All right. Still pissed. Yeah, I am. Because in like all of the different uh, thumbnails and things that they posted, it would literally be like. Kurt was up here and I was eight inches shorter. Like there was I, multiple thumbnails like that. 
You know what, too? Also, in the um, so where we used to sit for the double interviews, and I never really noticed this because we don't really ever see the the other side of the camera. But it was on a it was on a weight bench, like an old school one, um, where the the butt area was kind of raised a little bit. So I was probably like sitting up a half inch higher. <laughs> Because um, we're we're really not that we're not really not he's, that he's got me on he's got me a little bit on height but I, I got a, I got him a little bit but I think I just got, I got a longer torso you know I'm like I'm all torso and uh, so that's why I look taller than I'm sitting in that in the interview chair yeah that's funny. I wasn't we, happy about it we would do that when <laughs> we're on the show and we do those like uh, you know like on the fly interviews that are out and about oh yeah and and they'd have my wife who's five two and I'm six two. And they'd have her standing on an apple box like my eye light. I'm like, really? she's not six foot two. Like, I know you want this look, but it looks dumb. Like, yeah, yeah. She's not that tall. Yeah, dating a giant yeah. over here. Yeah. yeah. Was, that, that's the that's thing. Steve, oh. That's Stephen on the apple box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I figure. That's what, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll meet people out in public. They're like, man, I thought you were bigger. I'm like, dude, I'm 6'2, 215. But I'm, I'm next to my brother in laws. They're like 5'7 and a bunch of three year olds. So <laughs> yeah, I look like right. Shrek next you look to these like kids. A giant. Yeah. yeah actually, you know? when I meet people now, I the show definitely depicted me to be short because every time I'm walking out, they're like, man, you're taller than you looked on TV. And I'm like, I'm not short. Like, I don't know why I was depicted as being like six inches shorter than Kurt. Well, uh, that, well it didn't help. It didn't help. We had the um, the salty one there was running around. She's like, they're definitely not six foot tall. Who was that girl? Oh, um, uh, Monica. Monica. Yeah, <laughs> she was so upset that I we sent her home. She, yeah, she was mad at your Wikipedia. Said a six foot. Yeah, it said I was there. Like they're not six one or six foot. She was, she was like running all over the internet trying to trying to tell him how short we were. Yeah. Like we're not. I mean, we're not tall, but we're not short. Yeah. You know, we're pretty average. <laughs> yeah. Don't discount That's me. That's hilarious. Uh, she That's also hilarious. was like, she was also like 6'1". She was taller than us. Oh. Yeah, she was taller. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. You should give, give a little dead space and the truth comes out. <laughs> uh, so what What I guess, um, you know, I'm going to ask a little bit about the show too. What what do you think the best thing to come out of it was? So after this whole situation, what is the best thing now, other than blue check marks and being able to slide into DMs a little better? <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, for 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 me, I think the best thing has come out of it has been me and Steven's relationship and the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the opportunities that we're going to have together uh, through this and uh, both in business and our personal lives. So, I mean, my life has already been enriched from it. Um, really nothing from Fox or anything, but they've done you know, really nothing for us. Even the blue check shirt might give it a little notoriety. And, and we, and I know Stephen probably has too. I've had plenty of people approach me to, Hey, you want to, you want to do this? You want to influence that, influence that. And I'm just, I'm not really interested. Never was before. Mm-hmm. I think if I do push anything, it's going to be my own, you know, my own brand or my own companies. And, and I know Stephen feels the same there. Yeah, for sure. I would definitely coming out of the show. Best thing to come from it was, was meeting Kurt and the relationship we've been able to, to maintain. And I mean, we see each other, two or three times a month, uh, feels like damn near. And, um, you know, to that point, as far as like any financial gains or anything like that to come from the show, they're like, you know, we don't talk to, to Fox anymore. You know, we appreciate them having us, but yeah, I mean, there was nothing more to come from that. And I think, uh, I think Kurt and I are going to have some, some pretty big things coming here, especially in the very near future. 
So, so how crazy is is it when you guys go out together, like in, in Nashville, seeing y'all partying? I'm sure it's a uh, it cause a little little chaos. Stephen gets noticed way more than I. I don't know what it is. I think because I had the ponytail. Yeah, you had, show. you had the man bun the entire time. And dude, then, man bun was tight, dude. Thank you, thank you. Know, I loved it. But dude, it's hard but, to pull uh, off. You did it. <laughs> I did it for I mean, shoot. I had it for a long time, so it was the. It was time to go. I might bring it back. We'll see. That's the nice thing about it, being in my industry. I can do whatever the hell I want with my hair. But, um, yeah, people notice Steven a lot because I change my facial hair all the time. I well wear a hat, which I never had a hat on the show. But we're out together. It's always they come after Steven first. And then they're like, oh, you're here too? Well, <laughs> so Kurt wears his hair down like 90% of the time that I've seen. Yeah. Him. And on the show, they wouldn't allow that. So he had his hair in a man bun. And, you know, they kept us cl- pretty clean shaven for the most part. And so mm-hmm. coming off the show, nothing really changed about me. Like I looked the exact same that I did on the show. And then Kurt, I think the first couple months post-show had this giant caterpillar on his lip and then yeah. wore his hair, yep. you know, had his hair down with a hat on. So, you know, he did not look quite, uh, quite like he did on the show. It was a little different for people to look at. <laughs> That's awesome. You look like a rock star construction guy. Wow. Man, I was, just, I was just going back to my look – you know, prior, it's funny. Everyone was like, "Oh, do you do that mustache because of Top Gun?" I was like, I'm "Rocking this stash my whole life." <laughs> oh, That's Boy. funny, man. So, hey, you're from North Carolina, right? Yeah, well, I'm from Pittsburgh originally, but Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, we you're moved down Carolina. here. Family moved down here when I was 12. So I've been here for 21 years. So I guess you got to tell me your favorite song was by Petey Pablo. Raise up, huh? Mm-hmm. That's your ringtone. <laughs> no lie. Uh, uh, and Nelly. <laughs> Getting hot in here. There you go. It's <laughs> a good song. I'm going to be honest, I don't even know that song. Eddie oh, Pablo, you don't Dude, know? North raise Carolina. Up, North Carolina. Raise up. And then you know <laughs> Nelly. Know. And then Nelly's that's from, what... you know, from here. He oh, lives in okay. around Charlotte. He's part hey. owner. I think he's, is he still part owner in the, uh, uh, the Hornets? Huh. He was part owner in the Bobcats. I don't know if he's still part owner in the Hornets or not. Only, only rap Steven knows is Florida Georgia Line. Oh. <laughs> Come on now. And Brantley Gilbert. No. And Brantley Gilbert. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's great. Hey, see, you're, you're boys with a, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dylan Scott, right? I've seen y'all hunt. Oh, I yeah. see y'all hunting with him. He's, he seems like a cool cat, man. I've been following him for a while as well. Yeah, super cool dude. Super good dude. And, and uh, yeah, I, what's funny is I had all these relationships before the show uh, with Dylan, a bunch of other guys from the, the country music scene, Riley Green, Dustin Lynch. Um, and then, you know, they seen me go on the show and they were laughing because they were like, well, Steven got uh, his little moment of fame and it came from a talentless situation. Like, I have no talent whatsoever. I was literally I was put on TV because I suck at dating. And so the world got to witness that. Hey, man, good for you. <laughs> That's a good group of friends to be having, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a good yeah. group of guys. What you got? Uh, we're, we just lost our spot on our questions here. No, you good. <laughs> which is, which is good. You know, pretty normal. <laughs> so, but um, I guess, so, whenever y'all are, uh, I guess when the show was over, was there ever... Like I know for Dale and I, we we've started since this has kind of gone on. We've gotten a little bit of you know most of it's local, um, you know, support. We've had a lot of support. We had the idea, like you know, hey, let's do this podcast together. 
And then I think after it took off, it was like, you know what? We need to do something like branding, a new clothing line. Is that, Have y'all had any of that conversation of, you know, kind of something y'all were going to collaborate with, do together? Um, it definitely some stuff we're both plugging, plugging away. At. You know I mean? Steve is a consummate entrepreneur. I had, um, me and a buddy had actually ironically been uh, brainstorming a fashion line prior to the show. And, and actually when I was just in Nashville this weekend, I was meeting with a factory out there. So yeah, I've got some stuff going, um, in the fashion department and hell, we might even ask Steven to come in with some investment money on it just to, and, <laughs> to get it going. Advice. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes, hear me out, guys. Cargo skinny pants. Yeah. Let's go. They're practical gonna, and stylish. Yeah. We're gonna and, make we're we're gonna make him fashionable. So right. you got two you got two models right here. If y'all need us, just yeah. let us yeah, know. Perfect. I'll let perfect. you know, man. It's gonna be some really <laughs> it's gonna be some really unique stuff. It, it's uh that's kind of a passion. My, you know, my I think I'm a, I'm a builder at heart, it's in my blood. Probably will always do that. Um, it's even a bit of my persona. However, fashion is something I've always been passionate about and I think will be a little bit more of my artistic expression. So I'm definitely going to utilize, obviously, the platform I have now and, and push that. So timing timing for everything is, you know, has been uh, really nice. Depending on what kind of way you go, I got a buddy of mine in my hometown uh, in Lake Charles, actually, that has a place called Iron Shop Provisions. And it's uh-huh. a... Man, men's men's boutique. Man, he's got okay. all the cool stuff. Man, he, and so he made his own. Uh, he went with one of his manufacturers, made his own jean, like a you okay. know, like the raw denim. And yep. man, they're sick. But he he does a lot of that high end stuff. To you know, stuff that you're gonna spend 150 bucks on a t shirt. Yeah, you know, 400 jeans. I mean, but it's nice stuff to wear. Uh, if you're looking at going into that direction in stores, I mean, I could hook you up with that guy. He, but he's he's involved a lot of designers and does stuff all over. He might be somebody worth talking to eventually. For, for sure, I think that's where we want to land. You know, we want to be we want to be a um, going to be a unique American designer, um, and we want to hang out in, in boutiques. I mean, we start online, obviously, direct to yep. consumer. But yeah, that's where we'd like to be some some really high end boutiques who curate to a uh, higher end clientele. Yeah, so he does some like Japanese stuff, but a lot of things he's been doing is meeting with American American okay. uh, American manufacturers and like some yep. of the ones that are coming back. Yep. So uh, yeah, I man, I'll have to get with you after this. I can try to maybe connect you guys because uh, he maybe somebody you just maybe bounce some ideas off of because he's done yeah. it and he's he's successful, man. He he makes a kill. He just opened another store in New Orleans. I seen. Uh, oh, nice. So, so he's doing well. So I, I'll shoot you his Instagram profile or something like that. You can check it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's like I said, we're we're trying to think of what we can do. You know, like I said, I we're trying to take advantage of this and kind of mm. build something, something we can do that's fun. And then we don't know what it's going to turn into. I mean, like I said, we're just kind of taking guess, it a day at a time. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of money in merch, and and I think if Steve and I keep pushing along on some of these these ideas we've got for kind of our own little series show, we can get a pilot going, get a pitch to the right maybe network or. Mm-hmm. Someone, I think there's just man, there's so much money in just branding like shit like this. How you could sell big bee farm and cattle hats all over the place, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. No, there is. I mean, um, you know, I would say that even though I have a large following right now, my following, I'm not necessarily influential on my following um, because if you look at my companies right now, I have a farm business, a farming and ranching business in the middle of the Midwest, and then I have a meat snack brand that is an e-commerce business, and then my Car washes are obviously you have to be local to the car wash to go to them. But if you look at the meat snack brain and the farming and ranching operation, um, 
a lot of my following is actually vegan, which I have nothing against vegans, but what? but they will <laughs> never they will never buy any meat snacks from me, which sucks. No. <laughs> Dude, no, no, that that's that is that does not surprise me because those those people they want to just follow somebody that's like not not vegan or I'm sorry that yeah. is so different from them just because they know like how good it's gonna pay how good it's gonna yeah. taste. <laughs> That is, it awesome. is actually it is hilarious. Even half the girls of the show when they came out to Steven's farm and they were appalled at all the animals on his wall. Hey, oh, dude! Oh, yeah, when y'all walked in there, it looked like the killing fields. I can oh, imagine yeah. these girls. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, them. what's funny is like uh, there's a, a gym connected to the house, and like we had to move. We had like full life size bear mounts, like all hog mounts. I mean, all these different mounts and we had to move all those to the gym before the girls got there. So all they came into was just deer on the wall. And I'm like, this ain't even like a 10th of what's usually here. That's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, I can imagine. I I can imagine the the social media flack you got from that because, uh, I posted an animal I killed, man, this was like four years ago. And dude, it was, it got out of hand. Well, it was like me spooning a deer, you know. It was like one. It was like yeah, I guess it was disrespectful, but like it's like, yeah. what do you? I'm not serious, you know. So, right. but uh, oh yeah, they, yeah. They get uh, the TV up producer called me. He's like, hey, what do you think about that post? I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. I, He's like, yeah, probably should take it down. It was a live deer. Oh, that's funny. That's hey, so Dale was showing me today. We we had lunch, kind of just brainstorming a couple of questions. Dale was showing me the uh, McBee car wash and coffee. Yep. And I so for me, that's a genius move right there. What what? How did that come about? So you know, you look at the car wash side. Car wash industry is um, very very solid right now. It's getting saturated, but it's still a solid market. And so we're looking at it like, man, how can we bring more value to the customer to where you know, a customer, yes, we can say we have the best equipment, and we do. We have the best equipment package on the market, the best chemical on the market. But if you're a normal customer, a car wash is a car wash is a car wash. So how do you right. differentiate it? And we're like, what could we add on to someone that wants to be quick going through the car wash, doesn't want to use up a lot of their day, and can kill two birds with one stone? And we're like, what about coffee? Like everyone's waiting in line at Starbucks. Why can't we give them a Starbucks quality coffee while they're going through the car wash and, and knock out that time for them, get them back on the road, get them back to their everyday life to where they're not spending 30 minutes in a Starbucks line. Yeah. And you can take coffee to go without a to go box. That's, I mean, yep. it's, it's a genius idea. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know why I haven't ever seen one, but you know, here we go. Yeah. It's just another, it's another great idea that somebody stole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. hey, don't hey, don't so forget, tur- don't, but he had to throw the dog wash in there too, just for the, oh, yeah. hey, just for the Instagrammable yeah. moments. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey That's Kurt, hilarious. so you're, you're SoCo, you're SoCo, SoCo uh, yeah, SoCo group. So yep. when did you start that? How long ago was that? Um, so I had a holding company. I was running some small jobs out of actually for about a year and I was still superintendent. It's kind of building it. And then, uh, SoCo group really, um, not even two years ago did I start SoCo group. Um, so, and really commercial. Yeah. So it took me a while to figure out where I wanted to take the company as a general contractor. You know, I was, I was doing a little bit of residential doing, a little bit, little bit commercial, kind of anything I get my hands on. But um, where I've driven the company is just doing commercial interiors and commercial outfits. And, and, and now I'm offering design build services. So, um, you know, I've put together a good team of architects and engineers. And, 
my goal is to, you know, kind of be a, a dominant design build guy here in Charlotte and then take that into, you know, different cities. So, um, just breaking into the food bev, um, got a little bit of medical going on. Uh, that's a good space to be in. And then uh, eventually I want to get in like class A office and stuff like that. So, so it's a good so model. It's more towards, it's geared more towards kind of the commercial side of it all. And yep. Yeah. My ideal space is coming in after a developer comes in, maybe builds a strip mall or a medical park. You know, they've got a cool dark shell. I come in and build I out, d- yeah. design it and build it out. Um, yeah. So, so it's a good, I'm actually, it's a, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say, it's just a good kind of business model for me that, um, that I can handle, uh, with minimizing my risk and liability. So. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually in the multifamily sector. So I'm the okay. vice president of sales for a, uh, construct GC. We, it's exterior renovations, interior upgrade. Um, uh, you know, it's not bricks and sticks, but it's, it's just remodel for multifamily investors. So it's, I mean, it's a great business, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. It's a, uh, it's a lot of stress. How you went eight weeks without, um, having a phone for eight yeah. hours a day. I, I, I don't know how you did that. Oh, man, there was, it's not, there was mornings. I mean, he was, uh, you were working on a historical home at the time you were yeah. finishing up the historical home and this historical home was giving him fits. I mean, he was on the call every single morning about to pull his hair out. And the producers yeah. are like, Kurt, we need you in the interview room. And he's like, <laughs> like, this is real life. Like, this is me paying my yeah. bills. Unless you want to come pay them for me, I'm going to yeah. stay on this yeah. phone call. Yeah, it was it was it was brutal. It's not it's not for the faint of heart, man. I mean, shit, even a day. And, and Stephen, I think, as I talked about this before, you know, being an entrepreneur, it's the highest highs and the lowest lows. And yep. Man, sometimes it's just nothing but lows, <laughs> and and especially in construction, it is not for the faint of heart. Yep. Shh, stuff fucks up every day, every fucking yeah. day. You know, trying to just herd cats sometimes. So it's um, it's stressful, but um, I think uh, I'm keeping the end goal in mind, and I'm getting yeah. getting getting the hang of it. The construction industry, I always tell everybody, whenever you find out there's an issue, it's already too late. And that's exactly yeah. what happens. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so so I grew up working construction for my dad. He built like schools and hospitals. I'd be like fourteen, fifteen, work for him in the summers, and I would I would get to work and he'd be like, Get out of my sight till lunchtime. So that's what I did. I just went and hit around, sat pushed a broom around. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was that's- all I did. But you know, I was on the construction site getting uh I was getting bullied by guys out of the halfway house that uh, I was the boss's son. You imagine I, yeah. I grew up pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's honestly why I started running so much and why I enjoy running because it's like one of the in, the in those days that I can't catch a win. At least I, I have control of that and I can I can get my win of the day. You know, yeah. just feel a little bit yeah, better. There you go. <laughs> I need to start running. Yeah, Bond's not much for a <laughs> fitness guy. I, I need to quit being sedentary. That's <laughs> yeah, man. So we've been at about uh, about fifty minutes. Dude. I know you guys. Uh, we appreciate y'all's time. I don't want to keep y'all all night, but like I said, man. We appreciate y'all jumping on here with us. Uh, had a good time, man. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you guys for having us. We'll, uh, as this thing grows out, have us back on, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll have some new things to talk about, new things to tell you, some exciting things coming online here in the next uh, you know year for us both. So yeah, absolutely. Man. Where are you guys at? Are you guys in Texas? We're, yeah, yeah. We're just we're about thirty minutes south of Houston. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, so nice. uh, yeah, like I said, I'm from Louisiana. He's from here. I, we've been here about seven years. Me and my wife and kids. Uh, okay. So yeah, man, we 
we love it here. Texas has been awesome. It's been good for us. I'm in the oil and gas industry, so I'm kind of in the mecca. I'm right here. I mean, Ship Channel. That's where where oil and gas is probably one of the biggest spots in the in you know America for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we're here. But uh, yeah, man. Like I said, if you guys got some new stuff in the works, or once some new things start popping off, man, we'd love to get you guys back on. Because I know yeah. I know people are gonna want to see. I, I know I'm gonna have people be surprised that we got you guys on here. Uh. So, like I said, we found two other guys that almost as good looking as us. So, you know, <laughs> not quite. That was, was going to be yeah. tough to find. I mean, cool. you know, hey, yeah, number three and number four on a four man podcast isn't that bad, guys. It's not bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. So, uh, no, man. So, like I said, I, I know we'd like to have you back on for sure. Uh, man, like anything y'all got going on that we can help. And, you know, I'm all about promoting on my social media, dude. I, you know, Kurt said he don't like to influence. Dude, I influence everything. You give it to me, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, we're both we're both bad about it. You know, it's so funny that that I think even either of us did this. Like, sometimes I just like to be left alone and, um, you know, just kind of focus on what I got going on. But there is so much power in it, and I, and I need to be, you know, better at it, absolutely. Yeah, I have, I have fun with it, man. Like, it's more of a... Uh... I'm a super extrovert, so for me, I just like being out there, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it helps my ego at the end of the day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my right. wife's always pissed. My wife's always pissed because we'd we'd watch the show like same way. You know, you guys, you're live tweeting. You can't really watch the show. Yeah, not yeah, at no. all. So, so I, I would we live tweet. I'm just like hearing sound bites, and I'm saying something smart yep. ass. Yep. And then when we go. So then the next, like later that evening or the next day, I go rewatch the show and I just fast forward it to my parts. And my <laughs> wife gets so bad. <laughs> so you're so full of yourself. I'm like, dude, I just want to see what I said. It was, it was funny, you know? Oh, God. We've, <laughs> all, we've, all, we've all gotten the fool yourself in the narcissist comments. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, that's part of it, dude. It's just a lot of jealousy out there. But like I said, we just, I like to have fun with it. I don't, I don't take it too serious, man. I, when I say this stuff, it's joking, but it's just, it's funny, you know? Yeah. Part of the yeah. gig. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd be jealous if I wasn't me, too. So. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. That Wiener's catalog circa 1994. <laughs> hey, I can pull off a pair of K Swiss better than anybody y'all <laughs> ever know. <laughs> I gotta see that picture. Oh man, I got tons of them. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. send them over. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll autograph them. Yeah, yeah we got his portfolio. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Hey, uh, Stephen, Kurt, man, we appreciate you guys, dude. Uh, we had a fun time. Like, like I said, this is this this was nothing gonna be serious, man. We don't have any pre-screen pre-screen questions. It's more of a yeah. uh, you know little bro down. Nope. Yeah, That's what we're all about. Man. <laughs> absolutely, awesome, man. Yep. We, we bro down hard. Yeah. Yep. So this this episode will be number twelve. So we have one for next Tuesday, and this, the, so the following Tuesday this will be out. And so uh, once it gets closer, I'll let you guys know, and I'll, it'll be on socials and stuff like that. And I'll get you guys tagged on some stuff. So uh, we'd appreciate it if you guys if y'all share anything or oh, yeah. whatever from it. We, oh, yeah. uh, we'd appreciate it, man. For sure. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for dropping the F bomb. I didn't realize this is a family show. Oh no, no, we, we, no you're good. We, no, no. You, with you the power of editing, we can fix anything. You should have uh, did more. Yeah. The old blue collar just comes out of me really hard. Hey, hey uh, can such construction speak, man? Hey, we, I got it. We can't, ta- we, can't, we can't tame that wild horse, Kurt. No, <laughs> no you be you be you. We, we can we can we can bleep anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's no family show, man. Trust me. So, uh, but like I said. We appreciate you guys, man. Like I said, that's just part of being yourself. Uh, yeah. I kind of watch myself because I could drop the F-bomb every third word because <laughs> oh, it's just man. how I grew up. But, uh, you know, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I got I got I got some things to work on. <laughs> no, you're good, man. <laughs> right, you're totally fine. Man. Yep. Uh, but yeah, thank you, guys, man. Yep. We'll uh, we'll talk soon. I'll keep in touch, guys. All right, sounds All right, good. Have a good All night, right. guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Bye. it. Later. Bye.